And it's time for yet another Ramon Foster show, a.k.a. what Mike Tomlin would refer to as reality TV. <laughs> and you know what time we started this reality TV show? Uh, tell us, DK. That would be at exactly 4.00 p.m., Jeez. people. And I brought a buddy. He brought a buddy. The Casey Kester Bell is now in his position, complete with com- possession, complete with, like, what is that? Nice little platform there. That's a matching notepad. That's all. It deserves it. Let's it deserves see if, it, DK. Let's see if you can hit it as well as I did. Let's see. Mike Tomlin's press conference today was uh, just a festival Man. of sound bites <laughs> from the head coach. Uh, chief among them, probably, and who was saying this on this show, both of us, that this whole Pickens, this, this Pickens thing is just not a big deal. But pe- what ends up happening is people, this is a reality TV society that we live in. It is. It's not a media created thing. The fans were the ones asking us, Pickens, Pickens, Pickens. Oh my God, Pickens, Pickens, Pickens. They're like, whoa, hey. It doesn't you know? matter. Yes, right here, Luke. You're 100% correct. If you don't get to it before me. Pebble in his shoes. That's that's what he said. That that the ref the specific reference there that Tomlin made was to Pickens the with the, the degree of concern that he had about Pickens complaining about not getting catches. I, I know Pebble and, and, in my shoes. He got loud. Everybody paid attention to him, which you know what that means to so George Pickens. His social media platform valuation went up again because he knows how to get people's attention. So the, the moment he decided to sell T-shirts when he's averaging about 1,200 yards a year, hey, thank thank you. He's going to thank you guys for that, man, because it's noise. Coach T's dealt with noise for years. And anybody that has a receiver like him is going to deal with that type of noise too, right, DK? Oh, absolutely. Phil says here, kids in their social media. I don't know that this was a social media thing. I mean, yeah, it was when George, you know, did what he did on Instagram, okay? Mm-hmm. But when you get right down to it, I'm going to say this again, and I, I don't care who I offend with this. This is a fan thing. Fans hear something like that, okay? Take it from somebody in the business. I watch the reaction, okay? We can see the numbers. If you put out something like Pickens removes his pictures from Instagram, okay, <laughs> that is a zillion freaking uh, page views, audio listens, whatever it is, it's it's instant because we live in a reality TV show world, which is exactly the terminology that Tomlin used you, today to his you, credit. You want to know who else did that, if I'm not mistaken, DK? Mm-hmm. I think a Pittsburgh beloved hero. I think Aaron Donald did that a couple years back. Did he not when he archived everything? on his social media or he took Rams off or something. It's, it sounds familiar and people watch that stuff. You know? I know, man, it's, it's weird energy, but it's their form of expression. I get that a, a portion of a DK to me may be kids in social media, but the other part of it is the dude plays wide receiver. Yeah. We it's, told you exactly what it was. Michael says clickbait reality. Well, guess what the antidote is for clickbait. What is it? DK? Don't click. Don't give it any air. Yeah, like, who do you think yet. is propping it up, us or you? You know, and, and I knew this would be Coach Tomlin's response to it, though. One of the quotes yeah, he, he had was, "Was this? 
He expresses his frustration all the time, talking about George. He wants to be significant. He wants to be the reason why we're successful. I want guys who want the football. I want guys who want to be a, to, who want to be central to our success. That's a non-issue. I much rather say woe than Sikkim is essentially what he's getting out of uh, George Pickens right now. Yeah, I mean that—that's the way he is with a lot of things, and 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 just so that we don't come across as hypocritical here, we're not going to talk about it either because there's just nothing to say. A wide receiver wants the football. This is the most non-news thing in the history of non-news. You know, it, it, it is. Yes, it is 100% DK. But this is the most reason. I'm okay with just a little air. But guess what I got? I got a wet blanket to put on top of it, man. Let's There's a football it. game to be played this week. Okay, kind of important football and, and, game. And of course. It's, it's funny. Everybody's talking about um, the AFC North and how strong it is. That's that's a strong conversation around the campfire these days, DK. And, but what's left out of it is Pittsburgh. Nobody really wants to talk about how this team has really manufactured wins and how they've, despite the noise from George Pickens or the issues that Kenny's had, they still show up on Sundays and Thursdays and Mondays, DK. Which is the last time I checked when it really counts. And that's one thing that this head coach's approach over the years yeah, uh, has consistently applied, which is, look, all I care about is what that result is. You know, yeah. am I wrong, Moan? Yeah, 100%. That's all that matters is wins and losses. Again, at, at the end of the season, you look at the, the wins and losses that this team have, it won't show, you know, how they won. It won't show how they lost either. It'll just so show W and L, DK. There's no other way around it. Tyler Longhurst says, my coffee tasted that much better this morning out of my new DK Pittsburgh Sports mug. I picked it up at the shop hey, last yeah. Thursday. What up, DK and Moan? We do have. Moan, when you were here, we were sold out of the. Uh... Oh, that's crazy, man. Well, that's a good thing, but that's crazy. But here we are. Yeah. I'm knock my coffee over here <laughs> come on get it together dk what you there, got going there. on there's plenty of mugs over there now i'm trying look at tyler's thumbnail you're in tyler thumbnail you're in it she says oh there yeah that's is. us there's the gang there look is the gang man yeah i got max on the other side too i'm in you business did. yeah you, know? you are in business man what a, what a what a good time we had though dk I do not have to flee the pocket around here. No, no doubt. Uh, I, I want to put up something that's very, very interesting. So it ain't just your team. Trust me. It's just your team that you watch. Uh, Skunk Works put up there every week. Drama, drama, drama. That, oh, that there isn't. Nice. As, that's really not the case. This is a, a, a situation. You're seeking that is, it out. You're seeking it out. Okay? Look in the mirror. You're searching for it. You're bringing yeah. it up. You're seeking it out. You know, it's not a symptom of the times. This has been true for 150 years. This is the stuff that has sold. This is the <laughs> stuff that people eat up. The media platforms change, okay? It can go from the town crier in Market Square to a physical newspaper to whatever it is that you have, but people will listen to stuff that sounds salacious. They will go after it. Let's get to some football. Can we do that? <laughs> Let's do it, DK. Man. <laughs> I can tell you were glad for Coach Tomlin's presser today, DK, huh? I, I mean, <laughs> it, it's it, he's, he told the truth. Not everybody can handle that. But it's no. not it's not media driven. There are some media that fall for it and 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 pass it out. Yeah. But yeah. Man, you know, 
Uh, <laughs> listen to Dolly's talking to you behind the scene. I like that. <laughs> H- H- HMJ says, hey, Moan, I want to say that your pep talk the other day to Chuk Sakura for was inspirational and can be used in everyday life. I'm using some of the pointers to talk to my son. I appreciate that. Uh, that's the culture. I, I think if you guys saw Josh Dobbs' conversation that he had the other day about his comments about Coach Tomlin, it resonates through our building. I'll just be completely honest with you, man. Some of the stuff I say is is, is from my life that I've learned and just say, you know what, Mo, you were undrafted. So what? You know what I'm saying? So what, Mo? They drafted a guy in front of you or you didn't win the starting position this year. That's just how the game goes sometimes. But a lot of it is, I'll say this, the culture of that room. Anytime that Coach T has ever cut somebody or somebody's got into a bad pickle, um, he, one, lets everybody know. Two, he uh, addresses it man to a man. And then three, he gives you options to kind of figure it out. The same thing that'll be done with George Pickens. There will be options for George, okay? I'm not sure why his issues are what they are, whether it be DK, um, OC, whether it be his ability to get open off the line of scrimmage. I don't know what it is that George needs to do to get the ball more often, but I guarantee you this, there will be options. Those options will have to operate within the team concept too. There's always an answer for something. Yeah, there's, I mean, we've got all kinds of good questions here piling up. Why don't we go ahead and jump into the only segment that matters? We can do I'm, that, right? I'm good with that. Yeah, let's let's jump into it, DK. Big day today. Let's do that. That would be which segment? That would be the only segment that matters. And that's, hey, Moan, I was waiting on the setup, man. You you <laughs> act like don't you be, can't throw alley oop no more, dude. Don't be the kicker that who blames Dolly, the holder. Dolly gets on to you doing. about getting on our listeners one time, and, and you You're, lose your mind, DK. You are Chris Boswell blaming Presley Harvin for the rotten hold. He didn't pass, and then he's blaming you for not I see what's going on here. That's crazy, DK. Hey, Moan, how about if we do the only segment that matters? Hey, don't get mad at me because Dolly called you out. And just, hey, Moan, okay, I'm, I'm ready. At DK Pittsburgh Sports, we take pride in coverage that connects our city's fans to their favorite teams. Now, that connection's stronger than ever. Introducing our all-new state-of-the-art app. Find expert inside reporting and original podcasts. Check live box scores. Track the latest stats. Chat it up with our community of thousands of fans, all in one place. The new app from DK Pittsburgh Sports. Coverage that connects. See, if she were sharp and alert and doing her role, take you know, filling her role in this show instead of just criticizing me, you would see right now across the bottom, it would say, how to become a member? Well, as a matter of fact, the way to become a member, everyone, is to go to dkps.net slash join, just like you don't see it here below. dkps.net slash join is where to go. You can't. Dolly, he was dogging you out. It's on. Yeah, okay, so she, she has it now, right? <laughs> he was dogging you out, Dolly. I have customers in here. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. crazy. Oh, stop being mean. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I got to know. DK actually has a new acronym. You know what that means, DK, um, now? I'm afraid. Deflection King. Deflection <laughs> King. <laughs> Yeah, man. What we got going on here? Well, RB points out that it's Taco Tuesday pretty much everywhere in the Western Hemisphere at this point. Does anybody not do Taco Tuesday now? Like, does anybody say, no, you know what? That's not for us. 
we do it. We we miss some days too. Well, it all depends on my kids' schedule and stuff too, though. But we usually abide by Taco Tuesday, man. We definitely do. By the way, did you know the number one sold condiment in the United States is salsa? Why do I not get that? Because it is. It's salsa. I would think it's ketchup or mustard or mayo. No, salsa is the number one sold condiment. Condiment. Oh, no, you don't want to know what I heard. (laughs) Oh, oh, no. Wow, he's fired. You got to go. This is worse than balls to the wall. Yeah, it is. You got to go, DK. What is wrong with you? And I'm thinking salsa. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, DK. Who raised you, man? Oh, no. A a pack of wolves right now, man. You clearly are. Okay, it's cool. It's cool. See, Dwight Jefferson says it works for him. It is, yeah, it does. Well, now that you're working with me and Dolly, you can work with us too. Oh, <laughs> no. DK Wildin. Yeah, you are. But see, Jim heard the same thing. <laughs> no. Oh, uh, look, TJ heard the same thing. No. I'm thinking, you're doing you, what with salsa? Y'all are enablers, man. Y'all oh, didn't no. hear that. Oh, yeah. No. We can go back and listen. Oh, yeah. We can just erase all of this. <laughs> no, we're keeping this in. Sauces, Boston. Well, now y'all are really flipping it, man. That's, I, I, I cannot believe that. I Damn, people. I, I have, okay. So let's do this. <laughs> After they keep me away from the blue, little blue pills. <laughs> yeah. We're going to start selling salsa in here. We are. I'm sure we can get a sponsor on that one. You think so? I think we can get a salsa one. I yeah, like this one sure. from Brian Jonker. Hey, Moan, was the run game a fluke, or <laughs> will we see good, effective running straight into the playoffs? The Steelers, for anybody who wasn't paying attention to this component, ran for 166 yards against the Titans. 166. The Titans do have issues in the secondary. Look, you're still trying to get over it. <laughs> The, the Titans do have issues in the secondary, but they have Jeffrey Simmons and other good players up front. The Steelers ran for 166 yards uh, with Jalen Warren doing the bulk of that. This uh, this Titans team had a streak of not giving up a 100-yard rush there you for go. a while. They One, did. Six, six, Moan. They, they had a streak, and that's, that's no patch on your back moment with what the Steelers did on Thursday night, man. This team is good against the run, so much so that – Jeffrey Simmons, of course, y'all know I cover him here, was asking, mm-hmm. like, who's who's here to help? Like, not in those words, but it's just like, we got to get this thing figured out because of what happened on Thursday night, man. And it, it sucks for him because he's such a, a, a really good player. But here's the thing, though, too. If, if for anything, and I would say this, Coach T, and y'all see his the way he does the press conferences on Tuesdays and whatnot, that meeting is probably going to be very similar on Wednesday whenever the team mm-hmm. fully gets together and how he approaches what they did on that last week. And the other thing, too, and I saw somebody asking, everybody's asking about uh, how did I feel about the offensive line performance mm-hmm. on Thursday and what does that Same mean thing. moving forward? Same thing. He, here's the thing, though, too, whenever you look at uh, what's what with this group, man, um, I, they had a jolt, I feel like, of, of excitement, of youth. That is very much into Ron Lotta Grow. That's very much into what, what Coach Tomlin is into. The same way that he appreciates George Pickens and the attitude and sass that he has is essentially what you hope you're going to get out of the young guy, Broderick Jones. Uh, let's just throw that out there. I told you, sometimes you need those character guys, those pillars, right, DK? Those mm-hmm. dudes are cornerstones. And I'm not sure who that cornerstone guy is on this offense right now. 
But if it just so happens to be a rookie, even though I said he's not a rookie anymore, then so be it, right, DK? What is Absolutely. the group? I don't want to call them a bunch of soft guys, nice guys. I don't want to call them nice guys. But who is the one or two pricks on this side of the ball? They're young. It's George Pickens and it's Broderick Jones. And I would throw Deontay in there because he got some savage in him too. But DK, it's some, it's some nice guys over there. There are. I, I mean, I, I want to throw Jalen Warren into that too. I okay, you- because Jalen, I mean, look – He's getting fined for a reason, okay? even though it's not good reasons. No, it's not. It's <laughs> but not. he's still getting fined. Uh, that's because he's lowering his helmet. He's going after guys. Uh, I, I think the offense can develop something of a snarl attitude. The stuff snarl. that remember Andy Weidel was talking about in the summertime. We feel Come good on. about ourselves getting off the bus. Remember that? Yes. Come on, DK. Remember that? Good stuff there, you know? Now uh, we're speaking the, the same language. Yeah, and then you factor the wide receivers into that because George is that guy when it comes to blocking and so forth. Jonathan says, hey, Moan, how much responsibility does the quarterback's coach bear for the frustrating development of Kenny Pickett versus Matt Canada, who gets all the attention in this regard? Sometimes you can talk to your kids so you black and blue in the face, right? But it's essentially them having that aha moment. of like, oh, this is what my dad been telling me. This is what my mom been telling me. As much as I want to blame the quarterback coach and how you, you know, want to put the onus upon, hey, you coaches should do that. Sometimes it's on the player more than the coach because you can give them verbatim everything they're supposed to be doing. Now it's a matter of you snatching them out of the lineup. Now you got to ask yourself, do you want uh, Mr. Trubisky in the lineup over Kenny? The answer is probably no. I think mm-hmm. this is more of a Kenny thing than it is an offensive uh, quarterback coach thing, man. Uh, Anthony McFarland, is he ready to go? Asks Mataducci. And the answer to that is yes. He's been activated. He's going to practice. My understanding is all week long, he's going to be ready to fire out there on Sunday against Green Bay. We're seeing more and more of these pieces come back. I believe you're also going to see more of Calvin Austin, less of Allen Robinson. As you start to see the offense Shape itself, really, Moan. Am I right here? Isn't that yeah, how this it works? Does. It's not the head coach as much as it is you show us. You know, it really is. And 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 Anthony McFarlane coming back, and also Calvin. Man, when you properly Jones starting and too, I know you're right. But it takes time, DK, and that sucks because mm-hmm. we only get 17 regular season weeks of this, 18 including the bye, and you want it right now. And and I much rather be ascending. Then, then one of those teams that's kind of falling flat right now, and, and this is kind of flagrant to say because it's such a good team with a lot of players, but look at how Miami jumped out. And now look what Miami is right now. They they can't be the team that's above 500, and that's problematic almost more than Kenny Pickett not getting it going in the fourth quarter. If you can only beat sorry teams, and I'm okay with beating sorry teams because you're supposed to, Yes. H- how do you stack up, stack up against the people that you really are supposed to beat? Kansas City, right? Those types of teams, they're having a hard time doing that. Yeah, I mean, there's there's going to have to be something that's formed in terms of identity, but the outcomes form the identity, not the other way around. It does. Jay Freeman comes in, our friend with the $20 contribution. Always appreciated. Steelers yeah. faithful seem so anxious because of how close these games are. This is so true. Yeah. Uh, anything 
can set us off. I'm joking, but I'm serious also. He wants to know when is the call-in episode. We're working on it. That's probably not something we'll be able to pull off until after football season. Oh, yeah. That will be, oh, wow. For now, <laughs> Jay you Freeman, just come in. <laughs> you, you, you tough on that one right there. That's beautiful, man. But it's a, it's a good bit of truth to that. Uh, you want to breeze away win more times than not on the weekend so you can cruise into work on Mondays and have a celebratory victory Monday. But that's just how it is. And, of course, with as, as fragile as some of these offensive plays are too, it, it's somewhat bothersome to how you get those dubs. And here's the thing too. I'd rather, DK, and I know you would too at times, be going to sleep at a decent time. Yep. This group ropes us in on those TV games to where you <laughs> to where you got to stay up to 11, 12 o'clock at night, right? I know what you're getting at, Jay Freeman. I'm with you. Yeah, let's take care of some business here. Uh, Swan comes in with five gift memberships. Uh, that's appreciated. Your favorite barber says, here's five, and then he realizes that's not enough, and he comes in with another five. five. And then Renee Kelly comes in and says, you know what, you guys? Here's 20. <laughs> All are equally appreciated. All are equally appreciated. All contribute to this program being a real thing. Uh, Jeffrey Green says, hey, Bone, aside from injury, see, Jeffrey wants to take that rib thing, that little rib thing, and just shove it off to the side like it doesn't exist. Is the narrative that Kenny's arm is not, from a strength perspective, comparable Josh, Justin, and Joe, and even Will Levis. Let's just take Will Levis since you're around him on a regular basis and you see him. Explain to somebody who just landed from Mars, who doesn't even understand football, what is the difference between the picket arm and the Levis arm? Uh, The the difference between a V8 and a V6. Okay. Okay. It's the difference between uh, air... uh, um, a passenger airplane that you fly on and a fighter jet. Is that a, is that a good analogy right there, DK? It's the difference between you racing um, Usain Bolt and you racing uh, Pat Fryermuth. Jeez. It's, it's a little bit of a difference. But here's the thing, DK. That don't matter. He's he, very capable of, of making those passes. It's just that that's the strength of Will Levis or Joe or all those other guys that they will rely on. Kenny has to be good technically. Kenny has to be good above the brain. Kenny is very athletic, knowing how to use his arm. And also the other portion of this too, DK, is knowing how to offensively set him up. There's nothing wrong with Kenny's strength. He gets the ball in. We've seen him. You've heard pass before Mm -hmm. in the stadium. It ain't a matter of that. Now we're talking about the, uh, the difference between a guy that can throw 50 yards and a guy that can throw 60 yards. When are you actually throwing 60 yards through the air, DK? It's yeah. rare. It's pretty it, rare. And if you what, really, really need it. Exactly. It's, you it, it's it's in storage. It's available. And that all wasn't a disc to, to Kenny. But how, your, your speedometer in your car probably has 120. Some of you big ballers got one that says 220 miles per hour. I guarantee you probably hold it at about 80. For the more, more times than not, you don't go over 80 miles per hour. Okay, and I get that. That arm strength thing is one of those things that they like to pick and prod and, and separate one from other. You know who else didn't have a real strong throwing arm? Who's that? Tom Brady. Yeah, that's a really good point, actually. But what no. was he? He was accurate. Yeah. He was accurate. He, he knew was how to smart. Throw. He knew how to read the play. This is a lot like looking at, I mean, you know, I'm always throwing baseball parallels back at mm, you here. But, yeah. like, Greg Maddox didn't throw hard, did he? No. No, where did he, he didn't. Where, where did he put the ball? Where, wherever he wanted. Exactly. 
Okay. With any pitch selection, he knew how to read swings. He knew how to read umpires. He knew how to work with his catcher's mitts. You know, uh, it's, it's, it's different. Uh, I got one more from baseball uh, on the other, other extreme. Tony Gwynn. Tony, come on. Okay. Tony Gwynn didn't hit a whole lot of home runs. Guess what? He was the best hitter I've ever seen in my lifetime. He could strike out, what was it, like a thousand times oh. or something like that and still would be number one or whatever the case may be? Yeah, you could throw a parade when you struck out Tony Gwynn. That's what I'm saying. So are we – that stuff is for the theatrics is all I'm saying. Yeah, and what you hear on an NFL field, what you hear in an NFL environment to share with you guys, Moan obviously knows this, is can, can he make the throws that need to be made in the NFL? Can he hit someone on a back shoulder? Can he – the right touch on the ball that's on a slant. What's been disappointing about Kenny of late, including the very real factor of throwing through a busted rib, is that he's missed. Yeah. He's missed throws that he's made for a long time. So it's not about how hard he throws. That's just a that's just another thing to to and, stick in the craw, you know? And, and and one more thing before we move on. That was a great question you had just a second ago, too. I'll, but, I'll put it back up. Yeah, but here's the other thing, though, too. Kenny is going to have to hit a big growth spurt in his mental capacity of his game and his technical, too. That's just my opinion on that. If he ain't the, the strong arm guy that just throw it like Brett Favre, reach out to those other greats that were very cerebral. Like, legitimately, I don't think it'd be a problem for him to reach out to Tom Brady. Like, what did you do? Because I've heard people talk about down to an inch, he needed to know where his receivers were. He needed to know how to get the ball that within like a middle inch of like, this is where I need to place. He is a quarterback in the NFL, DK, right? There's football players, and then there's quarterbacks. Quarterbacks, yeah. Yeah, chess masters. I'm, I'm sure it's an open day. I mean, an open book for him to reach out to those types of guys. Even Swan, wants, Swan wants to know if Kenny's rib injury will be gone because of the 10-day layoff. No, but none of us can know that because we don't know the degree to it. I mean, there's different – you know, you can have a, a rib that's like knocked out of place, in which yeah. case you're out for a long, long time. Uh, you can also have a deep bruise, uh, that's something that affects everything in the area – uh, that might not even necessarily be an outright crack, fracture, break, right. whatever terminology that you want to use. But the fact that he came back and played three days later, in addition to being to his considerable credit, would also strongly suggest that he'll be in a better spot against Green Bay. Yeah, no doubt. If he's out there, assume he's healthy because everybody out there got something going on, right, DK? You know that, that. That is accurate. There are no players who take that field. Actually, let me rephrase that. There are no players who are any good who take that field who don't have some kind of injury. Without okay. Something. That's right. Rochelle comes in with an amazing gesture. 50, what? 50 gift memberships. And the, for those of you who don't know how to do this, make sure that you have your gift memberships set uh, to accept. Here it is right there. Accept the gift membership within the live chat. Just select allow gifts or select the pinned gift membership. Uh, option confirm that you'd like to opt in by turning on the allow gift switch that all sounded like the same thing yeah it did it did but it's all good dk i think we all understand it she says those are steps she's she makes things more complicated than they need to no, be i explained them correctly <laughs> rob the drummer says hey moan what's it like to lose a blowout game versus a really close hard fought game engagement engagement 
the blowout games, you're just like, man, let's get to the house. We got next week. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to win this game and win every rep and not put bad tape out there, but let's bleed this clock. Like, ain't nobody going to really admit that, but let's bleed this clock. If they got 20 on us, man, and it's like middle of the third quarter. Like, some plays need to be made, and if they're made, we're going to catch momentum. But more times than not, if, they, if you're down by 20 with like four minutes left in the third, that's hard sledding, especially if you get a three and out. Now, those close games, losing the close one, you're engaged. It's fight to the end. Like, it's a lot of that that goes into play, and there's no loser's mentality to it. It's just reality of the situation sometimes that it ain't your day. Paul asks, do the Steelers have any interest in Martavis Bryant? I can take that one. Uh, it's really simple. When you're invited to go somewhere for a tryout, you go there with the intent of signing. The NFL season does not last forever. You can't afford to go on some grand month-long tour of all 32 franchises. So the fact that Martavis went immediately to Dallas, yep. uh, Arlington, I should say, uh, to to try out and, for the Cowboys, and didn't he have another team lined up? He's got up the after Titans that? right after them. And and even then, though, he's only going to go to Nashville if it doesn't work out in Arlington. The idea when you go to these tryouts, especially in season is to sign a piece of paper. Yeah. Simple as that. So the fact that he's not here would tell you that either the Steelers weren't interested or vice versa. Who knows? Maybe he just wants a yeah. fresh start. We, we Paul, can only guess at that. He needs a fresh start, and he needs something a little bit different in Pittsburgh and Vegas. He needs to get out of Vegas. I hope he signs here in Nashville because you know why it's very personal to me with Martavis. Uh, I might even try to plug him um, with some people I know in the front office, man. It's like, hey, he just need guidance. So I'm just glad for the opportunity, man. Y'all know I've always been a Martavis fan. Yeah, yeah. Here's hoping he finds somewhere and sticks and he, and and really makes the most of it, even at age 31, which is it's going to be a challenge at that position. Joe Yinzer look like that at 31, though. Like says, when I was, yeah, like, I know. I ain't had that DK. <laughs> like he was chilling. Oh, I know. Man, I saw it. All right, go ahead. Joe Yinzer says, for some reason, I never get gift memberships. Do you not get them if you're already a member? Of course, you, of course you don't, Joe. What, you you who, got one already. Who, who goes and gets a gift for somebody who already got a gift? Yeah, is, you're trying to have two Christmases, Joe Yinzer. What yeah, are we talking about here? About? That'll be enough of that. Yeah. Uh, T. Jordan wins me over with just Josh Dobbs as a football player. He's also a rocket scientist. He's a football <laughs> player and a rocket scientist. And you know what? That was what everyone in Minneapolis got to enjoy yeah, the other night. Okay. They got to see what it looks like when a football player is also a rocket scientist. Yep. You know what else happened as far as Dodge Dobbs went to? He's a very likable guy. You he has this infectious personality, man. And you know what was happening in Arizona? Even though they were losing, I guarantee you he was winning that doggone locker room over DK. I guarantee he was winning it over. So I'm glad Kirk Cousins can be there with Dobbs. But I'm really hoping Dobbs get an extension of some sort bridge guy. Um, it'll be good for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sons of Liberty asks, this looks like it might be a challenge, but that doesn't mean we have to go past it. He says, hey, Moan, speaking of smart, that touchdown miss to Rob. The linebacker Cubs were supposed to follow 83 and let Allen Robinson one-on-one. Oh, okay. He knew that, but didn't see the linebackers didn't follow 83, Connor Hayward. Yes. He knows the D, he'll be fine. Uh, Sons of Liberty. Yeah, you're on, you're on your own today. We gave it a shot. 
Yeah, that was close right there. DK. We gave it a shot. Next time, please just spell out names. A lot of people do that. They do these 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 uh, abbreviations and so forth. And I can read most of them. Yeah. I'm but, a, I'm a simple dude too. Just ask me a straightforward question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Daniel says, "Hey, Bone, talking about players who are traded more than once in the same season like Josh Dobbs, do teams or the NFL help out with costs and fees related to early lease termination and moving expenses?" No. <laughs> no is the correct answer. <laughs> you are you, compensated. You live where you live. Yeah. Yeah, you're compensated. No. What what Moan means when he says that, you are compensated with your salary. Yeah. Yeah. And, now and, they they will you say moving expenses. That's different, okay? Uh you know, you the team your new team will pay to get you where you need to go, meaning you, the yes. person, okay? But they're not picking you up in your life and moving you. No. Uh, the way it works, though, I'll say this. Most teams have a uh, partnership with either like a local apartment area or hotel that, that guys can long stay in. So you will have lodging probably up to four weeks, maybe, uh, maybe a couple weeks. But more times than not, guys get a townhome short lease rent some furniture or they just so happen to stay in one of those long stay places. So there is some stuff there. You're not left on your lonesome, but once you get settled in, it's on you to find some type of lot. You might get about two weeks. That's why we have a lot of Steelers, Penguins and Pirates all living downtown because the teams have certain spaces down here, like you said, and they'll just move you in and out um, and, and put you up. Now there are extenuating circumstances. If you go and get yourself some superstar player in the middle of the season, they're going to stick you over in the four star yeah, a, a a, across the street. Yeah. Uh, Brent Harmon says, Hey Moan, can all of this be that Kenny's pre-snap adjustments uh, or it takes him until the fourth quarter to figure anything out here. We're still analyzing Kenny's throws while he still has a busted rib. I'm uh, sorry. I hate to keep repeating that, but how did this become a thing Moan? How did this become this week of all weeks that this became the subject? I'll take it a different angle, DK. Maybe it's the fact that Kenny can't get can't get going until later in the game. Yes. Uh, again, I, I told you, I feel like Kenny pressurized is a lot. That's what I'm leaning on right there. Not to say that he's don't feel that pressure at the beginning of the game, but the dude is just a closer. I mean, uh, they, they, they really uplift people uh, or players that are closers like that. Anthony Horton has a really interesting question that I'm not sure we have a, a billion percent answer to, but can Nick Herbig be used inside to help replace Cole Holcomb? Now, Ron, I think we're on the same page here when we say absolutely not absolutely in season. Not. Okay. No. But nothing would stop you from in the off season, you know, getting somebody who has speed, who has pursuit, who has enough size certainly not any more or less than the three guys currently playing the position and say hey listen do you want to stay behind tj watt and alex highsmith your whole career or for that matter behind marcus golden too or do you want to play right uh the way i look at nick herbert's situation is it's going to take an entire offseason if he attempted something like that i do think naturally he's an outside linebacker dk yes um and that is something to be discussed. Again, one thing we've spoken about when it comes down to these outside linebackers, meaning Alex and, and TJ is this, DK, you have depth finally. I, I much rather find a second and third round linebacker as far instead of moving him around. I will say this as it relates to the inside linebackers. Uh, Mark Robinson is going to be more involved. Uh, that's a good thing. I believe that. I believe in Mark Robinson. I, I believe that he has a pursuit of the run that no one on this roster, not even Landon Roberts, can match. And I'm saying that 
with respect, and I'm not so mm-hmm. sure Elander wouldn't agree with me on that. Yeah. Okay. What has to happen though is somebody has to be the third down inside yeah. linebacker because that was the real role that Cole Holcomb played. He played all three, but he was especially important on third down. He also was the signal caller. He will not be easily replaced. I know it's not going to be as much of a topic of conversation as if somebody else had gotten hurt. It's a big loss for this football team for the full season. Let's go to uh, Smooth PB who says, hey, Moan and DK, what do you think of Joey Porter Jr.? I think he's going to have a lot of penalties. Likes to grab a lot. Uh, how many penalties is too many? It, fix it is what I would tell you. And, and it's going to be and have to be fix it, uh, fixed also. He's going to have to go have conversation with those referees. Man, what am I doing? How do I need to go about this? Like, there's gamemanship as far as that stuff goes. Uh, we knew that was one of his knocks coming out. He's handsy. He's grabby. He's a big yes. He's a big corner. They like to they like to get a little close to DK and see what it's all about, man. But the cover skills is amazing. Um, deal with it, and you hopefully he adjusts to it as a pro. Do you, as a head coach, never mind the coordinator or whatever, but do you, just as a head coach, like Mike Tomlin, defensive guy, do you say, listen, I can live with a lot if I get coverage like that, like what I got on, you know? Do you? It's is it is it more is it more important? That. Yeah, that's why I'm asking. Yeah, yeah. Give me give me one because they can't call them all, DK. Because with Ike, like, in, and all of the comparisons are always going to be yeah. to Ike Taylor. And, of course, Joey Porter Jr. is wearing his 24 number as a salute to Ike. Uh, Ike, his only real flaw was that he couldn't, couldn't catch couldn't catch the ball. Okay? Nope. But Ike could do everything else, and he didn't care. Yeah. But Ike didn't wasn't prone to taking a lot of penalties, though. Yeah, yeah. And let's let's go here real quick, man. So, so Rick said, hey, Mom, penalties really kill our drives. You're right. Or give the opposing offenses room, too, to drive. Right, DK? But here's mm-hmm. the thing, y'all. This is – we we said this. Everybody got their wish right now. Broderick's in, Joey Porter Jr. in, and it looked like Jalen Warren's also getting a big line share of the rushes, too. These mm-hmm. are the growing pains of that, too. They just are. It's only one sauce gardener once every four or five years. Saul still has his moments as a young guy to get got every once in a while, too. I'm talking about the, the stud cornerback with the New York Jets. These are the growing pains. You want to get them better? He's going to have to learn, Ricky. Got to do it. Got to do it on the spot. And if you can do this sort of thing within the parameters of winning football games, unlike last year when it was two and six, you consider that a blessing. You know, if Roderick Jones is going to have a bad game at some point in his life, he really will. He is. And when he does... You just got to say, listen, you got to take the best from it. You don't go, oh, got to put Jukes back in there. Got to put Jukes back. You got to find a way to get the maximum ceiling out of your potential guys, out of your, you know, your younger guys who can continue to get better. Yes, Renee, on the job training is what this is going to be now. It's the only way you get better. I love this from Bark Z. He says, hey, Moan, will the refs tell the players what they're doing wrong? Like out on the field, in games, I'm not talking about practices, okay? Because you can bring in those WPIL or PIAA yeah. officials, and they, they're paid to tell you, hey, you were you were lined up offside here. Uh, does it depend on the crew, or does the player figure that? Did they tell you, Moan, hey, d- look, I saw you there. Just don't let it happen again. Yes, indeed, DK. They shouldn't do that, though. It is such a partnership. <laughs> 
It is a fraternity from everybody up top all the way down to the last man on the roster, DK. Now, that you is never it. held anybody. So I know I'm, this for a I'm fact. You never once held in my career. No, once maybe, in my career. Maybe, maybe once, if that, you held somebody. And in that event, if you held somebody, why should I, as an official, come up to you and say, hey, stop holding that guy? I should just throw a flag. No, you shouldn't, DK, because the Florida game will tell you that may be a hole, but that guy had no chance in making the play. Oh, and you see him fussing and fighting for those calls, DK. Hey, Ramon, I've, I've, I've seen you. Hey, Foster, I've seen you. Bring him in just a little bit tighter. When he's on your outside, just let him go. I'm going to have when to call they, you. Yeah, when they say bring him in, they're referring to his hands. My hands. My yes. hands. Bring him in. If he's rolling, let him roll and run with him a little bit. It's such a, a – it's so many different storylines. That's why I'm telling you with Joey Porter Jr. Hey, look, man, he's going to tell you I'm holding him. I promise you I'm just that good to where I can run with him. And you know what happens when you make the referee laugh a little bit, DK? Oh, yeah. He might see you tug <laughs> a little bit and say – Ah, he was the funny guy with the cool personality. You win however you need to win, okay? You've seen coaches on the sideline just be rating referees, right? Absolutely. What usually happens after that, man? They probably get a call that they probably weren't going to get. There's gamesmanship and all that. TJ reminds us conveniently enough that TJ <laughs> Watt gets held every single snap, so refs stop calling it after the first few flags. TJ longs for the day when all that happens to him on a given play is getting held, okay? TJ's getting, he's getting uh, hooked, Rats. held, slashed, uh, spun mugged, around, mugged, murdered, whatever it is that you want to call it. it. All the bad things happen to TJ. But the one benefit to this, and we have yet to talk about this, is that if TJ gets his helmet ripped off, he gets to make a sack with his helmet ripped off. And then he gets to go to stand in front of the entire stadium like Gladiator with his arms out and a leg kick with his helmet off. And it's all legal, right? It is. The only situation in which you could take your... Nobody's talked about this, Moan. We're breaking ground here. If if he takes his own helmet off, 15 yards, right? He has his helmet ripped off. He does this to the world. It's fantastic. It is, man. And and I'll say this. It happens a lot with TJ. So some refs do let it go. And I'll be honest, TJ sells it sometimes, too. Right Mm -hmm. or wrong, he sells it. I see the look on your face. He sells it every once in a while, too, man, because he is a known commodity for that type of stuff to happen. Do y'all realize, too, TJ essentially tore somebody's shoulder up this last game? That was your guy, the, uh, the Titans Petit guy, Frere. Petit Frere, who, by the way, was having such a tough time. He was. I wanted to take him like off to the side and just say, son, there's other things you can do in your life. No, it was uh, You don't was have to opening. do this. It was eye-opening. But he tried to get his shoulder, and TJ's like, I mean, you realize I can just move this arm in any direction <laughs> that I want, right? Yeah. Jake, by the way, wins the, uh, the post- Post-show crown in advance with no helmet TJ is like Pittsburgh Jesus. Yes, that's it. This was it. Pittsburgh Jesus, man. I'm I'm telling you, dude. It's uh if Jesus came to watch the Steelers play at Akershire Stadium, he would do so with a nine and an O on his jersey. (laughs) And he would have his helmet ripped off and he would bring that guy down. One hundred percent. I can get behind that. Yeah, did you see that? My wife points out. (laughs) 
she he, he loves it. He, he Jake here capitalizes TJ, capitalizes Pittsburgh, but not Jesus. Just so we we know where Jake's Jake, priorities are. Jake, come on, man. Hey, y'all get Jake, man. Jake, be better than that, dude. What, what you got going on <laughs> in your phone? That should be an autocorrect anyway. Oh boy. TJ gets his helmet ripped off and the refs will call a defensive flag. Yeah, we got a lot of this. Yeah, watch this one. You ready? Watch yeah, Jay. Yeah, ready? Yeah, this let me see it. is Sparta. <laughs> <laughs> right, DK. Jake comes back with a whoops too, DK. Where's that? Whoops. Yeah. Yeah. Jake, Jake is busted. They're going to take him up on that one. Come on. Uh, a, a Sunday morning, I think. Yeah, yeah, you have to do a little something, man. Come on, what are we talking about here, man? Pittsburgh Jesus is actually a solid. Name. Jay Quest definitely wants Jesus to ultimately, when he's a Steeler, to wear forty three. We can do that, but I, for the purposes of this exercise, helmet off. I, I'll tell you this: the dude that wore forty three lived it. That man's faith is as strong as anybody's I've ever met. As much of a menace he is, him and Reggie White, hey, they 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 walk it, and I absolutely love that from superstar guys. We're going to take two more today. Uh, I really like this one right here from Rick. This one's for you, Moan. Whoop. <laughs> I, got, I got more Jesus coming in here. Rick says, hey, Moan, these fines the players are getting, like Jalen Warren's, the 48000 and so forth, what are they supposed to do? I mean, that, that's, his whole, that's his whole game check. That's the thing, too. They, they're they charging him for a price that he cannot pay literally and figuratively, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, that's just the, That's just the next number in the fine. I think he'll be fined up to 25% of his check, which is still highway robbery. It is. Like, he won't have to pay that whole 48 if I'm not if I'm not wrong on the NFLPA rules. You're correct. I got I got a fine, uh, like, 15, no, 25,000 one time. And I ended up having to pay, I think, like uh, 12-ish or something like that. It was some because I didn't make enough of them to find me that much. What'd you do? Uh, I don't Man, I think it was, uh, it might have no. been a kick on perfect or something like that. Oh, that's perfectly no, fine. No, 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 no. It was me uh, versus Kansas City. Whenever I ended up snatching the guy's helmet off and throwing it down the field, it was that moment right there. I had no problem with that. I thought that was a wholesome response on your part. I think they hit being late is what it was. I'm Here more again, than sure. So in addition to all yeah. that, it was a righteous cause. And I, I think uh, somehow that price got reduced and somebody with a single digit number helped out on that one. Allegedly. Oh, no. This is why the, this is why these guys protect their quarterbacks because their quarterbacks uh, will protect them in a I, lot of ways. And one of these days we get to one of these offseason shows I'd love to get into all the different ways the quarterbacks have their linemen's backs, mm -hmm. both on and off the field. Uh, it's, it's a fascinating subject. Um, I'm checking here one more time to see if we have any other business to take care of. And the last question for the day comes from Josh, who says, Hey, Moan, will we continue to see Najee get more touches than Jalen no matter what? And that did happen against Tennessee, mm -hmm. even though – uh, Jalen was a lot more productive, averaging eight yards per carry to Najee's decent and healthy 4.9. Josh, man, what I'll continue to tell you is this, man. Have both. Have both. Najee gets an extension of his career by not having to be that every back guy. We saw what Najee's worth is on a cool, brisk night in Pittsburgh where he just pounded the rock out. 
I heard Coach Rabel today, and this is public knowledge if y'all choose to look it up, so it's not like me disclosing facts. He was like, we can't have a guy go from the 10-yard to the goal line on one play. That's what Najee did. Jalen Warren, I mean, he has his moments of doing that, but that was a tight, heavy set for the defense, and Najee got in 10 yards out on one run. That's Najee. Jalen's getting the ball in space. He's your yin to his yang, man. I want to parse him. DK, I don't, it don't even feel right doing it anymore, man. Like, those two dudes are... It's a single position being occupied by two people. And they're alternating, not series, they're alternating on drives. They're being kept fresh. And by the way, you people should know, uh, when I say you people, I mean that in the you people who constantly want to split the two up yeah. or, or or rank one ahead or the other. I understand the difference in touches, okay? But when Jalen tells me after the game the other night against Tennessee, when he says that we're so much fresher, our legs are so much stronger, our drive and our will and our ability to finish these plays, that thing that you saw both of them doing when they broke their longer runs mm-hmm. is so much more powerful whenever we're – working off of each other. Yeah. And what he's saying there without saying it is that he actually couldn't do what he's doing without Najee. And what Najee is saying is that he couldn't do what he does without Jalen. Yeah. You know? And and that's all this is, man. I I know we want a little bit of drama. Have one guy. We love our drama. But it just, you had enough with the tackles. You've had enough with Joey Porter Jr. You've had enough with trying to figure out what Kenny's doing in the fourth quarter. Let's leave Jalen and Najee alone. (laughs) Ryan Lytle, who didn't get a question answered today, says his questions are like salsa. Some people have it, but don't really want to use it. And you know what? If you don't understand that, that means you didn't see the whole show. And 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 shame on you for that. Uh, would, what? What uh, the hell? <laughs> Let me get off my hat. What is that? Who did this? <laughs> that I was got No, I don't know. These things happen automatically. <laughs> okay, the boss did this somehow. Hey, on- I got a sombrero. <laughs> Oh, Taco Tuesday. I am. I'm moving my head. I'm still getting orders. <laughs> and that uh, came out of nowhere, man. I'm sending millions of laughing <laughs> emojis. You, you too good back there, Nolly. I can't. I can't deal with you, unbelievable. man. Unbelievable. Oh deal no, what you done? <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, anyway, for anybody who's only hearing the audio version of this, the producer of this fine program uh, has just has put like siesta or what? What would you call those? Those are sombreros. Sombreros. I don't know. Yeah, siesta hats. That's what, that's what I would be doing. That was that was so on point and good, Dolly. That, that's where you oh, ended right there, no. man. Goodness. All right, guys. When we come back, well, we might or might not come back. Oh wow. That thing didn't get I enough just, that thing didn't get enough camera time yesterday. I meant to bring it after. Leave the salsa up, Dolly. Who I paints, meant to, <laughs> who paints those? 
I have no idea. I, I legitimately have no idea who does that stuff around Pittsburgh. And there's also somebody that's that I think it's in a beautiful. pinch. That's why I asked. I think they have like a local sewer, two seamstress that like if somebody jersey get ripped up and there's a Monday night game and then a Thursday, like they have somebody on call that does that too. There are no machines for that. Yeah, there's no <laughs> machines for that. You got to get a human. Uh, but that that also I don't I have to go back and look at what Ben's numbers were as far as like through the air passes and everything on that one, DK. Because I don't think that was Ben with a strong arm in those moments. Like, he does have a cannon. We talked about Kenny earlier. Oh, does he not have the strong arm? The dude is NFL quarterback. He He's going to blow. As soon as he gets his mentals together, DK, and, and just the small mechanics, he could be the guy that grows into that role that you love, man. That's That's what I'm hoping for Kenny Pickett. Yeah, absolutely unbelievable. What a show. That was a good show. That was a good Taco Tuesday, Dolly. You got to bring that every time. Oh, great. The pressure's on. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ryan Smith comes in with this observation that you and I, Moan, make a cute couple. Oh. <laughs> oh, wait a second. That was Dolly. No. No, no, no. He, he means that Ryan Smith thinks that you my and wife Dolly and I make, make a, a cute yeah. couple. Yeah. Uh, oh, the other you, one was it was more fun when it was me and you. You didn't, I was gonna say, you didn't even take me out to dinner. How the hell are we a couple, DK? You were, you were, I gotta share this story with everybody. Okay. He's in this shop like Paul McCartney's in here, right? Stop. Okay. And there's all these people that are like, Ramon, oh, can I take my picture with you, Moan? Whatever. Okay. And his producer no, from his radio producer from Nashville is outside, like, <laughs> like this right and I, I only say this because i can tease jonathan because i like him okay and he's like this ramon we gotta be over the stadium gotta be over the stadium and i'm like man i'm gonna have to do a uh i'm gonna have to do a rescue operation you here. Did. You and did. i did i said hey moan let me show you something outside lie lie <laughs> put my hand on his shoulder and basically shoved him out of the shop onto the street to a grateful nashville radio producer yeah that, that that's what it was man he, he may be never mind i can't say that yet um dk that was that was messed up man are you supposed to take me to a nice steak dinner uh wine and dine me if people want to say what a nice couple you you dropped the ball on that one yeah okay, next time it. next time show up or a little earlier than Ooh. 8 p.m. the previous night. Let me tell you this. I was snappy on Sunday. I had to, I had yeah. to apologize to my wife and kids because I was sleep deprived. I had the longest, craziest, most beautiful week, DK. Uh, but Sunday, I oh, see. It, it hits you. Yeah. Whoo. Yeah, it goes like this. You say, you say, here's the couch. Here's a day-long NFL games beginning with the ones in Germany. I'm going to watch all the way through Bengals and Bills at night. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Barks, no, he did not. But Dolly did go pick up me some coffee because I I needed it in those moments, too. You were so clutch, dog. She got you. She didn't just uh, run to the nearest chain, either. She went and got you good original stuff from over in Market Square. Uh, It was good. Where did you get it? Did you get it at Nicholas or where? No, Defer. Oh, defer. Yeah, another local defer. chain. Uh, yeah, they just they put together a pretty nice, intensive cup of coffee. Yeah, it was good. I hope she put an extra couple shots in there too of of espresso. Of espresso. Yeah, yeah. not yeah. salsa. It was or a, it was actually an americano. I didn't listen to you, and I didn't get to. Yeah, she she didn't listen to you, just like she doesn't listen to me. What a lady yeah. that doesn't listen. <laughs> She gave you the coffee you wanted without you knowing it. Yeah, you ordered something really lame. You're like, just give me a black coffee. I'm like, what the hell? 
I mean, I'm not as bougie in the coffee world as you are, DK. It's okay for you to have regular friends that like black straight coffee, man. <laughs> hey, guys, if you miss tomorrow's show, you're going to miss more of this, and I, I wouldn't recommend that, all right? Yeah, exactly, man. We appreciate y'all, man. All uh, right, everybody. Till tomorrow. Yep. Hump day, too. Uh, until, until hump day. Bye-bye. Holy hell.